0: Hi, my name's Alistair.
1: Hi, my name's Kat, and this is Bampop Productions Podcast.
0: So, so, you had an idea for the podcast mm-hmm. today. Um, One word? Mm-hmm.
1: Crustaceans. Crustacean. Now, what is a crustacean? Um, It's basically a sentient being with a shell. Oh. It's That's a the- sea... Well, okay. It's... A crustacean is normally a sea creature that has a shell. So crabs, um, shellfish, clams, mussels, lobsters, fish are not because they don't have what you call, well, for lack of a technical word, a hard core, like a hard outside, a hard exterior. Yeah. Um, Now, we're not just going to talk about crustaceans for the next half an hour, okay? This is... Interesting. This is crustaceans in the context of animal rights. Now, recently I've been reading, as recently as today, there's been an article. uh, And uh, it was saying that it looks like the UK, that it looks like the UK uh, will be adding to the Animal Welf- Welfare Rights Act 2006. So I don't know whether they're... So I, so I read that they're going to be expanding that to include... Oh,
0: is that a single bill? A single law?
1: That was a single act in act. 2006. Yeah. So I don't know whether they would be looking to add to that uh. or to bring through another bill that would become an mm-hmm. act, that would become law, about bringing in legal protections or measures for crustaceans as there is talk now that they're sentient beings which can feel pain so one of the specific examples was in certain parts of the uk i mean i've never really seen this in scotland is a lobsters being cooked for people now it's certainly not a crustacean you would buy in your average store in scotland at least Lobsters. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, and I'm pretty sure in the rest of the UK. I mean, you, you hear about lobsters in really posh restaurants, but you know, when I go to my local Tesco's, I don't see that.
0: Well, just to clarify what you're saying here, I believe the law is that you can't cook them alive. You can still cook lobsters Oh, no, if no, no.
1: Yeah, that's true, but I'm just saying it's not very common Mm. for the average person here to have it, so I'm not sure how much this law will relate, is my point. So the thing is, though, apparently a custom of preparing lobster is that you boil it alive, Mm -hmm. right? What do you think about that? I've always thought that
0: sounded particularly cruel, but then again, I did go fishing as a kid as yeah. well, and that felt pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I the idea that a crustacean, is so. I think the difference here is that they've they've said that this is following a number of other countries, I believe, who already have bans. Switzerland, including Norway, yeah, Switzerland. these kinds of places. They already have bans on cooking these animals alive, so I guess there are. Animals have certain rights when they're being prepared for food, mm-hmm. You know, you're not allowed to um cause unnecessary harm. Mm-hmm. You know, suffering to them. And I guess all they're doing is adding this now to um, to uh, crustaceans as well. Adding that in with kind of groups like fish and whatnot. One of the issues I, I remember being a, a kid, and we'd go fishing and everyone you spoke to back sort of 20 years ago or so would all everyone involved in it and even outside of it the common knowledge was that fish didn't have the intelligence to feel pain they didn't have active pain receptors so maybe they I think the idea was that you know whatever sensors they had they had and they could react to stimulus but they weren't smart enough to actually kind of process pain in a way that humans would understand and I think actually that's I think I remember that starting to change about maybe kind of 10, 15 years ago, there was research coming through saying, actually, these are, um, these animals are fully capable of feeling pain, they have the parts of the brain necessary, they have the um, nerves, nervous system necessary for it. So best chances are they actually do feel pain and, and can suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, And I guess this is just passing that on to crustacean centers saying, well, they are sentient enough and if they can feel pain, they deserve the same right not to suffer and under human hands. You see, I'm not a very strong um libertarian in that sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think people should have the right to eat their food however they want. I think it is right to reduce suffering in, in that sense. And uh I actually think that crustaceans deserve these rights. I think that seems perfectly reasonable to me and um I don't know what it's supposed to add either to the cooking experience. Kind of people talk about freshness I guess but I don't know what it's supposed to add if it's cooked alive other than you know
1: but isn't cooking lobsters a bit of a spe- speciality so the thing is though is cooking lobsters by boiling them does that make them taste better I because I th- thought it was more the sauce that went along with it
0: they're not particularly a kind of speciality or a luxury dish I think that's a bit of a myth about them they're not common as you said but um you can actually pick them up in places like Liddells or Farm Foods as well. I, I remember farm store. Yeah, I remember um when I was at uni in Edinburgh the farm foods across the way from us used to near um the Fountain Bridge uh. kind of area. The farm foods there used to offer um very cheap lobster frozen. Um, It was absolutely
1: fine. There was a decent amount of meat in it. uh, I always thought it was a bit of a luxury food. But I think it comes off like that when you see posh restaurants in London. I'm not sure why you can buy it for reasonable prices. Um i think a lot of it is exported abroad though the and actually it wasn't caught in the uk it
0: wasn't times. that long ago maybe 100 years or so that lobster was a kind of poor person's food um yeah <laughs> they were so yeah they were so common that well, it was the fish food. you would eat if you couldn't it was the it's what you would eat if you couldn't afford real fish like you know salmon or something Um you're going by the cheap insect looking lobster type thing um very recently is that it's become
1: It looks like a sea insect. Like, does, I never yeah. liked the look of it as a child because it was long antennas and it's small they are creepy. Little eyes. Yeah, beady. But little... they're like sea insects. They're kind of like what you call the cockroach of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah, the yeah, long yeah, yeah. antennas and their beady eyes. Like they're not very nice to look at. And I remember when uh we went to Thailand as kids, um, we went to o- one of the islands, and they would cook us really large lobsters, like it was really common on the island, yeah, really big ones with a nice cheese sauce and I remember that the meat would like still would 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 be taken out, cooked, and then the cheese sauce, then they would oh. put it back inside the lobster, the lovely, yeah, but the thing is though. I remember as a child, I would eat it, and I really liked the like taste of the meat. But I never liked the fact that you that he still had that head.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like with
1: like the antennas and the small beady eyes. And in Thailand, you would know that it was, like, fresh because it was in a little pool beside you. <laughs> and then they would pick it up and just take it through the kitchen. Right. And then you would hear it so-called scream. scream yeah. But it's not actually screaming because, actually, they don't have lungs. Mm. It's it's apparently the sound that comes out of the shell. Yeah, yeah, I see. Because a lot of people say, oh, that's some screaming in pain. But actually, it sounds like a scream, but it's not. But they're equating it to a scream that a person would make. Or, say, like, like a sound that something else would make. I mean,
0: in fairness, um, because they can't really express their
1: emotions because obviously they're, like, seeing sex. I mean, mean, perhaps I'm not as interested in these laws because I don't view them as on the same level as, like, a cat or a dog that has a face and can show more emotion. But don't we all have a value... Of being a sentient being, animals, people... I mean, not, like, plants or inanimate objects, like a vacuum. Mm. But, like, you know what I mean. Like, I I suppose you could argue in a society where they push equality, shouldn't all animals have this
0: Here's value? a
1: question for you. That they should be treated with respect and a painless death? Here's a question for
0: you. We have... You know, if someone... If we have words for... Treating people that are different to us in a bigoted or stereotypical fashion, like if you stereotype a group so you can be racist if you're you know hold certain views against someone of a certain race, mm-hmm. you can be homophobic, you can be sexist, do you think that it's meaningful to talk about someone being speciesist
1: oh my goodness, I can clearly say I've never heard that term. Wait. A prejudice against a species, yeah. I but what? how would you define a species? Because surely aren't isn't the human race a species? It is,
0: but what I mean is, we're one species and we hold set different rules for it. Like, it's not legal for me to kill you for food, but it's legal for <laughs> Cannibalism, me, Cannibalism, right? Uh-huh, but it's legal for me to kill an animal for food, yeah. That's speciesist, would you say, or would you disagree that that's holding? Oh, my diff- word, I've never thought
1: about that before. Do
0: you think it's the same moral problem? to be Uh, against a species because they're different to you as it is to be against a race or a gender because they're different this kind
1: of throws everything on its head because i would never i mean okay to be fair i've never heard of that term before and i didn't really know what it meant until you explained it the thing is though animals are not on par with us Mm -hmm. i mean including our pets like they're not on par and I know this doesn't sound nice, but because a lobster is like a sea insect that doesn't have a proper face, I never really thought it was being... <laughs>
0: the face is the limit for
1: ...like me. a sentient being. But the thing is, though, now you're saying I could be a speciest. I don't really know what to say to that for once in my life. Like I'm really quite just... God, I've
0: silenced the great Catherine.
1: you silence silenced the great... Well, I know, mean, would say the great Catherine. <laughs> I wouldn't say you've silenced either. <laughs> uh, you certainly silence the opinionated doctor, Catherine know to be honest I mean the thing is though right and I know that the vegans and the vegetarians and people that advocate for plant-based foods will not be particularly happy with you know what I say but uh, humans evolved to eating meat right whether that be on land or at sea Mm-hmm. um that's just how people evolved i mean okay perhaps in certain cultures they push vegetarianism a bit more Can I interrupt
0: one second and just to link this back to devil's advocate um you could also say that people evolved things like racist or sexist traits you could argue that at some point in our evolutionary past judging people that were different from us was maybe beneficial you know you could argue that just as we've evolved to view animals quite differently and eat them and see them as something other than human, that you could argue we do that for the other groups as well, the other types of prejudice. Oh, I never... Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I never really thought about that until you mentioned it. That's a really fair point. Um, Oh, I know it is. (laughs) I guess because people have evolved to eat meat, and although in certain cultures, maybe like Hinduism, like Sikhism... Mm -hmm. They they maybe advocate for certain meats to not be eaten Beaten, or for yeah. full-on vegetarianism. And recently, veganism, which has always been a concept, but recently has become very mainstream the past couple of years, especially in the UK, high, highly commercialised. I just don't know if animals in the rest of the world maybe are viewed in such a kind of as high level as people. So although people may know, you know, they're sentient and they feel pain, they just think... This is. there is a reason as to why we treat yeah. them the way they do. Because I'm not sure if a lobster has the same value as a person or as a cat or a dog.
0: I think I think my question more specifically was, do you think it's either a, a meaningful way to think about it, to use that word, I think it's a meaningful term? Or to an, view them
1: as sentient beings? No, no, no,
0: sorry, not the animals, but the word. Do you think being speciesist, it's oh. even meaningful to talk about that? And then I guess secondly... Um. even if someone is a species, I think... It's a for, bit irrelevant. For, I know that does nice. So I'm actually, I, I'm fully willing to admit that by the definition I've heard some people use that term, I am a speciesist. I view other species differently to humans. They're no on not on with us. I'm not sure there's a moral question there as much. I don't think treating other, like, they don't... I think for us as humans, a big part of our morality comes from the fact that One, we share a psychology, so we're able to, not a but we have broadly similar psychological traits, so we're able to um, empathise maybe quite a bit. I think we can do that with some animals as well, depending on what they are um like i think reptiles are very simple animals emotionally so we maybe don't pretty basic basic whereas when you get to something like a cat or a dog they tend to have (sighs) mammals tend to have a bit more of the brain that we have maybe they
1: can make more of a connection than say a crocodile yeah 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 (laughs) a crocodile can't really make much much of a connection to a person they
0: run in packs more i think we can maybe empathize a little bit more there but i think that for human beings a big part of our morality comes from how we communicate with each other, so I think it's a combination of having responsibilities and duties to the people around us that are well communicated, and also um. for a broad, for the vast majority of things, if someone wants to do something to us, then they need consent for that. Um, and I think this idea of consent is quite key to how we live a moral life in the modern age, you know, whether that comes from, like, government intrusion. I know there's other countries that maybe don't have that, um a bit uh-huh. more, say, authoritarian, but I think even in those countries, there are still limitations on what the government can and can't do, uh-huh. and people recognise that as being quite important. Um, so I just feel that for us, morality is probably <laughs> That's the washing machine kicking into the high spin oh I timed this terribly no it's okay don't don't go don't go don't go we'll leave it I think we're yeah shut that door yeah 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 sorry we'll try and take care of our audio problems oh is that one open so we have two doors going from our living room to the kitchen and I was kind of oh so we dropped a bit We dropped that one so we've got double closed now and it's about to kick into higher gear. We may get a thud, thud, thud. Oh, we have a shitty washing machine in this house. Anyway. It's a Hulk Back Point. to my... <laughs> if Hotpoint would like to sponsor our <laughs> no. podcast and our two Take listeners... No, oh,
1: I know. Why did you say that? I'm sorry. I didn't even think. Oh, wow, look at the cat's face. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at her wee face. And now our, our cat's up to Go the... Oh, She didn't like the tower
0: so that's quite a good introduction to um, I guess the different way we respond to some animals that <laughs> our cat has a bit more of the mammal brain so I guess we can share a bit more of her psychology in some ways um, but I just feel that yeah for humans most of what we talk about oh, are you coming back Catherine? yes where she gone? what's she doing? Catherine? Yes? What were you doing? Turned off the machine. Oh. Oh. Okay. That was good. So, back to it. What I was saying is that I think... Species. That for morality. Most, yes. You carry on.
1: No, that was what you were saying. Yeah.
0: I think that for humans, morality is largely based on our ability to communicate um, with each other. And the fact that animals don't have that ability, I think, um, probably means that humans have to have some form of stewardship there, in that we have to make some of those decisions in
1: their best interest. Stewardship meaning authority. Authority, but also there's a care role implied in that as mm-hmm. well. And an obligation. Absolutely. Like, we have an obligation when it comes to pets. I've, I've, Actually, in in the UK, legally, you do as well. Yeah. Most countries... Well, very few countries have laws that say, legally, you're obliged to do this for your pets. Mm-hmm. Like, in most countries, it's just so-called implied. Although, in reality, in the UK, a lot of animals are neglected and abused, and that's yeah. a fact. Because there are so many cats and dogs in oh, shelters.
0: Can I say just one point, though? I think that there are there are still some laws in place to protect... Um, animals that are pets like there are laws that prevent you from doing things that are too negligent or outright abusive
1: no in the uk there is but i'm just yeah. saying that in many parts of the world it's just implied that you won't be that you but won't in be in reality yeah. i mean like in malaysia like while malaysians are not kind of have a culture of being mean to you know cats and dogs uh i'm i'm pretty sure there's not any laws to kind of push for the welfare mm. of these animals as well because animals just aren't viewed in the same way or they don't have that culture. Um, but, yeah, I mean...
0: I think, I, as far as people talk about speciesist, I think that I am speciesist, treat animals differently <laughs> and I give them a lower moral weighting than humans. I'm not sure if that's immoral or not. I don't think it is, but I'm quite open to debate on it. I, I do think things like vegetarianism and even better kind of veganism are morally superior Um, Really? You think that? I think those are virtuous, yeah, I think not using animals in that way, however I'm not so convinced of its immorality that I don't, like I still eat meat and I still eat animal products so I think um, I'm not so convinced of it, I certainly think it's virtuous to do that and if someone says they do it for moral reasons, they kind of get a thumbs up from me, I think that's really, really good Um. Although I'm not sure it's completely, totally immoral to not eat animals. Um...
1: I mean, I think in certain places and in certain circumstances, you have to. Yeah. Because in some countries, veganism and vegetarianism is just not really a thing. Right, sure. Uh, And I think that... I don't necessarily know whether this has to do with those cultures or these societies value animals less because i wouldn't say western countries particularly value animals more because there's a high rate of abuse of you know cats and dogs in the uk um you can argue that the methods in which slaughter happens in the uk although legally the animals are supposed to be stunned but in reality you know you see all these investigations that are being done and the recordings of animals that haven't gone through that and these are animals that will feel pain because animals feel, you know, pain like the rest of us. So I wouldn't really say the West has kind of like, you know, we love animals as pets, but we also handle them very well and with care prior to them being led to the slaughterhouse. Um, Not that I'm, I mean, not that I'm an animal rights advocate, because I don't see how you can be if you eat meat. No. Um. I mean, I I suppose there are people that are probably quite selective and go, well, I do advocate for the rights, but it may come to, you know, dogs or cats and they still eat meat, but they obviously view things that, oh, you know, these animals should be on, you know, par with us. Um. I mean, I do think people are generally more important than animals, but then again, I would find it very hard to abandon my cat. Actually, I would probably find it really impossible to abandon my cat. Yeah. Just like if there were circumstances that it was me or her, I think I would probably just take my chances and just try with us together, and see how it goes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I think, like I know that, like I know that example is so hypothetical yeah. and and almost like an apocalyptic scenario, but I genuinely, kind of just feel yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry, no, you go. Go on. No, you go. No, you, please. No, you, you, please. Please. I, well, I don't want to argument. No, you go. Okay, I'll go. Okay, you go. Oh my no, God, just
1: say it, Ali. What is God, a cat? Have you literally ran out of arguments, so you're asking for the definition of a cat? No, I'm
0: joking. It's, it's, it's a feline. Called a, it's called a joke.
1: It's not very funny. Look it up in I I didn't say it was funny. Well, a joke's supposed to be funny, so why wouldn't you say it's f- no. Okay.
0: okay. I think that cats are. I think that cats are hitting me. Hitting me to get me to talk more. This is really abusive.
1: You're really abusive.
0: Oh. I think. I think where I may be, like i think for me one of the issues with the way i treat animals and i think it's something that you mentioned earlier is that i tend to do a similar thing so I, I guess it's partly based on having a face like the more human it is the better i'll treat that animal or the more i'll mm-hmm. care about its welfare and say food processing or whatnot i think my issue more though is like kind of layers of the brain that they still have so the more simple like reptilian brain mm-hmm. i think we can empathize those pure emotions that we might feel, like fear or hunger or whatever. Um, we can empathize that in those animals. With you know, a mammal, they tend to do more social interaction. Yeah, so we can, like you know, chimps. So the rips, higher up monkeys. an animal is, there I tend to work, like the closer it is to my brain and my psychology. I guess the easier it is for me to empathize, and I guess the better I care to treat them, or the more I care about their treatment. As I say, in, say food processing, like I find fish interesting in that. I I guess if I was being, I, I I, would hope in the future that the better and kind of more resources we have to throw at this kind of thing, that we would treat animals with dignity based on their own unique psychology, their own unique kind of way they exist in the world. um And I think that if something like a fish or a crustacean were to feel pain, I think it's perfectly right that we treat it like if that's the level of intelligence it has you know it doesn't plan it doesn't think maybe it doesn't love like we would know any of that but if it can feel pain then we treat it as if it pain is a bad thing as it is for humans and we uh we give them certain rights to minimize that in as much as we use them um i don't think it's maybe wrong to eat them but as i remember Fishing and being told, oh, it's okay, they don't, you know, you'd hook one on the on the lip, you'd take the hook out, you'd take about a bit of chunk of the lip out when you pull Ugh. the hook
1: out. But I've and seen that being done as well, and it kind it, of grossed me up, but I still ate the fish. Yeah,
0: and people would just say, oh, it's okay, they don't feel any pain. And I remember as a kid just throwing this kind of thing down in the ground and, you know, bashing its head in. And I
1: think we, they do feel pain, fish, right? Well, this
0: is it. And now you grow I up mean, and go, shit, how much pain have I caused to these but we still fishes. eat fish, right? Yeah, I ate all the fish I caught. Like, that was the thing. Well,
1: that was the whole... Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's the whole point.
1: Um, As a child, you didn't really question that until you're older and you look back. So it's the power well, of hindsight, even, right? Not even
0: that. Just someone told me that, you know... It was common knowledge. I think most people
1: thought that to be true. That, that fish don't feel pain. That fish don't feel pain. They're not smart enough. Physi- but how does physical pain equate to intelligence? Because I know a lot of people at, like, school that were really stupid. But if they got hit, then they would feel pain.
0: Well, yeah, I guess maybe intelligence is different then between the two, but... Because
1: pain, like physical pain and mental pain, I don't think equates to intelligence. So how were these people equating the fact that fish weren't smart to...
0: Well, no, they weren't weren't equating to... That's what I was saying that I don't think. I'm saying they don't have that capacity, but they can still fit. So all I'm saying is... Yeah, okay. If you think of like intelligence as a spectrum, Mm -hmm. maybe... Different being able to process certain senses from the outside would be a very basic Mm -hmm. intelligence, so pain might be one. Then being able to memorize things a little bit better would be a higher intelligence, then maybe a wee bit higher again. Like, I was thinking of it as a spectrum, that's probably not a good way to think of it, but just I think no,
1: I see what you're saying. Yes, intelligence is indeed a spectrum when it comes to animals as sentient beings. Yes, I think we should treat
0: animals based on their own. however their brains actually are, you know, if we're doing anything with them. And actually, I want to say as well, I do think humans do this, actually. I think we do generally take, in the, particularly in the West, we take quite a bit of care over animals. And I know that overall, our activity is very damaging to the environment as humans and um, is causing mass extinction. I mean, but we do try very hard in a lot of areas to protect those as well. Um, you know, if there are certain species of animals that are in a certain area, construction may have to stop or, you know, rehoming may have to happen. There's laws protecting, you know, kind of um, protecting protected sites. You know, they define the protected sites and then they're protected from certain human activities. Um, I think overall humans are trying very hard at this. I know that we're maybe losing the fight right now, but I think humans do care overall. And I just, yeah, I don't, I don't really know where I'm going with this kind of rounding it off here but I do think that animals deserve to be treated with what would be dignity for them. You know I think often we try to treat other people we put dignity quite high I think it's important to treat animals as unique beings not to just assume they're all like humans but um, to treat them better and better and I actually kind of hope one day we don't need to kind of manage animals for things like food or um, you know we can get around that in other we can ways
1: grow meat in a lab well, which that? i think is being done isn't it
0: yeah in some way
1: well well i mean or i hear yes. they were printing yes. 3d meat
0: yeah they are i've seen a few things
1: like that i hear that the israelis were printing three, 3d mm-hmm. meat that's interesting
0: i think well, themselves,
1: to... not for anyone else <laughs> well,
0: there are international companies that are doing it. i don't think it's just the israeli government figuring out there's a lot of i've seen a lot of research into kind of yeah 3d printing they're printing
1: living. 3d houses as well for the homeless in certain parts of mexico
0: that's been around for a while actually But
1: well, that's good yeah maybe well yeah we I, I saw now.
0: recently there's a company in italy does that um they print very cheap 3d housing nice good quality 3d housing. why are they
1: doing it here in the uk then
0: there's a few reasons for it why largely Housing in the UK is determined by the elderly vote of the government who Mm. have most of their asset in their house price.
1: Okay, fair enough. And building
0: too many houses at low prices. Drives down the pricing, yeah. yeah. Which then also affects investment. Which actually
1: isn't also good for people that rent out homes as well. Exactly, yeah. Also, I'm not really sure of the quality of a 3D printed home. Okay, but we digress. Yeah,
0: that's totally off
1: topic. That's totally random because what is the connection with a 3D printed home to crustaceans?
0: Uh, crustaceans live in their crusty crustacean? shell that's their I home. guess
1: what I would say where 29 minutes crustaceans 3D
0: living. print their own homes out of their backs
1: <laughs> because they live in their shells yeah that's the link that's their home like their home yeah. is their shell okay guys well I I don't really know how to wrap this up I think it was wrapped up very well by, by Alistair I mean I wouldn't go around telling people you're a speciest because I don't really think it's a very commonly used term. <laughs> right, yeah.
0: You're probably right there.
1: Um, but I would say, while you and me are not animal rights advocates, because we do eat meat occasionally, although I must say we are limiting our intake. Squid, um, it! We are limiting our intake. Stop it. You're a bad boy. While we're limiting our intake of meat, we still... Um... Yeah, I guess I maybe don't view crustaceans especially lobsters as being on par with me but i certainly don't think that they should be treated inhumanely yeah um so yeah i just hope that society can progress to treat lobsters the best in the most fair way
0: me too and i just want to say before we finish you said a lot of no stop that don't do that and my my i just want to let everyone know what we have a symbol and Catherine's given me another symbol To say mention Twitter right now And I know to mention Twitter And I, I repeated it back a few times So I know to you're do that You actually
1: mention at the start
0: that I know I should have done that So mm-hmm. we are I'm trying to explain When Catherine's saying No stop that You're a bad boy It's because we have a sign That we do to say We're running out of time or to move on to the next one And jokingly We started doing this Passively aggressively To each other During the podcast And I was just going crazy With helicopter hands With the wee symbol And you know I wasn't you know Molesting you on podcast when you said stop that. Yes, that's true. You weren't. It was the the I was just passive aggressively making it now. Just, tell them about um, Twitter. We have a Twitter, it's at Bampot Pod. Uh, yes, at <laughs> Bampot Pod. I forgot for a second. That's what it is. It's okay, at Bampot Pod. And if you're listening to this, you know, all two or three or four or five or ten of you. Um drop onto Twitter and say hello and tell us we're wrong or tell us we're right or let us know something that someone's listening. Just message the boss, all, you know, just let us know. I think that's
1: it. That's it. I, check us out on Twitter, check it out our tweets and send us some tweets guys. Tweets tweets. Bye from Kat.
0: Bye from Alistair.
1: Bye from Bampop Productions Podcast. Bye. Bye.